Yumud Daf has three lines from the bottom of Ches on Beis, as we learned in our Mishnah, and we explained yesterday. Shivas Yom Kedilim Kupur Mafrishin Kain Gadol Mi Beisah Lilishkas Pahedrin. And Rabbi Yehuda asked in a brayse yesterday, why do you call Lashin of Lishkas Pahedrin? L'chayu was called Lishkas Balvate, which is Lashin of the Prince Chamber, which is a nicer Lashin and more Chashiv. On that, he explains because since originally it was Taka something of Chashivas to Kuna Gadol and Tzadikim had that position, so that was called Lishkas Balvate. But in the second base of English, when the position of the Kain Gadol was being abused and people were buying it for money and for shaykhad therefore we changed its name to Lishka's Pahedrin because the Kahuna Gedela and this room specifically became like these Pahedrin which was the name of officers that the king would appoint and they had a 12 month term and these people would change over every 12 months just like these Kahedrin Gedela would change over every 12 months and every 12 months they would actually take this Lishka and they would beautify it and make it new in order that people should call it based on their name now Algamar starts and the discusses the Lashon of Pahedrin again, talking about the actual Pahedrin of the kings, and it will be relevant to this Mishnah that we're going to bring from Mesech Nesdamai. But before we start, let's understand this, and let's start with Haktama. As we all know, there is a Chiyav to give Trumas and Maisers. Now, prior to separating Trumas and Maisers, it's also to eat the produce, and it's called Tevel. Now, the Gemara will say that Yochin Kain Gadol came at some point, and he checked out around Eretz Yisrael, and he found out that people weren't actually being Nizah in taking off Maisers. Now, Trumas, they were being Nizah because there's a chiyav misa and also midiraisa chita achas peteres sakri. All you have to take off is one chita, one kernel of wheat, and that's going to pat the entire kri, and therefore it wasn't a lot of money. However, misa, which is a tenth of your produce, people weren't taking off, and therefore he made xeria, and that was called demai, which is lush of demai. Is it tevel or is it not? And the xeria was that since we're worried that maybe this amar didn't take off misas, therefore someone that buys any pears or tua from an amar, you should take off all the misas. So in order to understand the Gemara, let's just explain what mices were relevant. First of all, of course, you had, after you take off Truma, you take off Maisu Rishon, which goes to the Levi, and that's taken off every single year of the Shemitah cycle. Then you took off Maisu Shani, which was taken off year one and two, and year four and five of the Maisu cycle, and that, of course, you keep for yourself, but you take it up to Yushalayim and eat those pears in Yushalayim, or you could go and take the pears and transfer the Kedusha of the Maisu Shani onto money and take the money to Yushalayim. And then there was something called Maisu Ani, and Maisu Ani was taken off in year 3 and 6 of the Shemitah cycle in place of Maisa Shani and that was given directly to Aniyam. Now, there was also something called Trumas Maisa. Now, Trumas Maisa has the denim of Truma. It goes to the Kayin and that was something that was taken off by the Levi from his Maisa Rishon and also there's something called Kala. After you need your dough, then there's a din to take off part of your dough and give it to a Kayin. And one more thing, an additional thing to understand before we start the Gemara, that even though that he found that people weren't taking off Maisas, however, we have a cloud that that it was a very big group of people that weren't taking off mice, but definitely take off mice, and therefore this xera, even though of course it's a hush of xera and it's an important xera, but we have certain coolness in it based on this cloud that Roiv Amaritz Ma'ashunain. So Zakta Gamara, Tanat Hasan, we learned in the Mishnah and Tamai, Hanachtaiman, Loy Chaib Hafrish, El Trumas Maisa Vikala, that the bakers who were commercial bakers, that they buy a lot of wheat wholesale from Amaratzim in order to bake bread and sell it in a store or in the shuk, they, the Chacham said that you do not have to be mafresh from the Maya except for Trumas Maiso and for
to Chalo. Those two things go to a coin, and therefore you have to take them off and give it to a coin. Now the Gemara goes through them, and it says as follows: Bishlam and Trumagdaila. We understand why Trumagdaila loy that you don't have to take it off. The Tanya, because we have a Brisa, and the Gemara is going to explain that this has nothing to do with bakers. No person, even a regular Talmud that buys from Amarts, doesn't have to take off Trumagdaila, as we explained in Takamba, because Trumagdaila is something which is Chayim Misa and Chita Achas Peteres Sakri, and therefore Amaratim generally would take off Truma, and therefore that was not a Chashash. And we continue at Aftesim Nalf, Lefisha Shalach Bechal Gvul Yisrael, because Jechen Kaigadol, who was the one who was Gaizan Demai, he sent Shluchim in all of the Gvul Yisrael, and he found out, Sheim Afrishin, that they don't take off Ela Truma Gedel Bavad, and therefore we see that they took off Truma Gedel, even though they didn't take off all the other Mises. So we see clearly that the Gzair of Demai is not relevant to Truma Gedel at all, not only for bakers. And the Gemara continues, Maisu Yishu, Maisu Ani Namiloi, it's not a Chiddush to tell us about Maisu Yishu and Maisu Ani, because Hamaisu Bechabel of Raya. Even though, of course, there's a din, they have to take off Maiserishna and Maiserani, and if not, it's considered Tevel. However, once you take it off, and now it's not Tevel, it's a Shaila of Mum and Baila, meaning that you really have to give it to an Ani, or you have to give it to a Levi. Now, the Levi and the Ani can't come to you and demand it, because they don't have any proof that the original Amorites didn't take off Maisers, and therefore, we have the Klal of Maiserishna which means, as Rashi says, now it becomes a Suffolk Mummin, and it becomes a Suffolk if it's a Gezel from the Levi or from the Ani, and therefore, you don't have to take it off, and this has nothing to do with a baker, every person that buys from Eretz would have the same din. And of course, Rashi points out over here that of course this does not apply to Truma's Maisa, which is from the Maisa, which you take off Truma and you give it to the Kayin, because there, there would be an Issa and other Misa Bachirasa, because that would be a regular case of Truma. And based on this, the only Maisa that's left that we're going to tell the baker that he don't have to take off, L'Chari is Maisa Shani, so the Gemara, so the Gemara is, Elam Maisa Shani, if you're talking about Maisa Shani, L'Chari by Maisa Shani, there's an Issa on it, because it says and therefore in order to get away from the Issa if we have a chashash that maybe the Amar didn't take it off let him take it off let him bring it up to Yishlaim and let him eat it properly in Yishlaim and there's no loss to the baker because he himself is going to be able to eat it in Yishlaim and potentially can even sell it to Yishlaim to people to go and eat it in Yishlaim so the Gemara answers Ama Ula Ula says that these officers that were set into motion and they had that office for 12 months they would get into office and they would want to make a lot of money and collect a lot of taxes because they would benefit from that. Therefore, they would oppress these bakers that would come with a lot of tour to Yishlayim for the entire 12 months. And they would tell them, sell it very cheap because the more they would sell, the more taxes they would collect. Therefore, the bakers to go and bring Yishlayim to get oppressed at that point. And based on the fact that in any case we say, therefore we said, you don't have to bring my to now there is a Shiloh, although we just said that you don't have to bring the Maish Shani to Shlaim, there's a Shiloh if you have to actually be mafresh to Maish Shani or not. But the end result is that the Mishnah and Maish says that a baker, all he has to be mafresh is Trumas Maish and Chala from something that was the Mai. And the Gemara continues, My Pahedrin, what is the Lashem Pahedrin? The Gemara says, Per se, it means per se. Rashi says, Pekidia Melch, that officers or appointed people of the king. And others explain the Lashon of Pras, which is like taxes. They were tax collectors, and they were the ones that were oppressing all these bakers. The Gemara continues, 
What does it mean when it says in the Pasuk in Mishlei, Yiris Hashem Taisif Yam, that the fear of Hashem increases someone's days, that the years of a Russia will be shortened. So the Gemara explains, Yiris Hashem Taisif Yam, Zem Migdash Rishon. The Pasuk, when it says that by having fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you'll increase your days and you have longer life, that's referring to the Kayan Gadol that was in the Migdash Rishon. Sha'amad Abel Meyes Vesheshan, because the base of Migdash, the Bayes Rishon stood for 410 years. And there were only 18 Kayan Gadol in the entire 410 years. And therefore, you see that every Kayan Gadol lived a very long time. Now, Tais points out, and other Rishonim as well, that Lemaisa, the Psukim and Divriyam actually tell us that there were eight Kayan Gadol, and it actually says it in the first that there were eight. So, Lachar, what does it say over here to Ches? And therefore, the Gurus over here, Ches Kayan Gadol, there were only eight Kayan Gadol the entire 410 years. And this is the Girsa of the Rivar and Taisis. However, Tais brings from the Yushalmi that we are Gurus 18 Kayanim, and therefore, he says, How are you Mikhaim the Girsa? And he explains as follows that there are really nine Kayanim Gedolim, including the last one that says in the Vayam, which was Yahid Sadiq. Meaning, the Rivar only counted eight because Yahid Sadiq actually went to Gulls and he wasn't a Kayan Gadol, he was just part of the family. But Taisa says, No, Yahid Sadiq was actually one of the Kayanim Gedolim, and therefore he actually have nine Kayanim Gedolim. And Taisa says, yes, If so, why does our Gemara say there were 18 Kayanim Gedolim? And he says, Because we count not only the Kayanim Gedolim, but you also count the Skane Kuna. And even if you count the assistant Kayan, the Skane Kayan Gadol, still you would only have. 18 Kayan Gadolim in 410 years. And the Gemara continues, that you know that the years of Russia will be shortened. This is referring to the Kayan Gadolim in the Bayashani. That it stood for 420 years. And over 300 Kayan Gadolim served in Bayashani. How do you see this? Because who was the first of the Kayan Gadolim in Bayashani, he served for 40 years. And then you had 80 that Yochan Kayan Gadol, who was the same person that was Gazan Dmai, he was Mishamish for 80 years, and he was also the person that they say Yochan Kayan Gadol was Mishamish for 80 years, and then at the end he was Nasa Saduki. So therefore, you have already 120 years, and then you have Esther Shashimish Yishmael Ben Pabi that we had in Gemara in Psachim. So there were 10 more years of Yishmael Ben Pabi. The Amri learned, some say, Yud Al Shashimish Rabbi Lazar Ben there was also 11 more years that Rabbi Lazar Ben was the Kayan Gadol. If you go and take out this either 130 years or 141 years, then say Then there's already less than 300 years. So we see all of the 300 did not finish up that year, and they died within their first year. Now we're going to learn like the Bach that is in over here another memory. Why is it that they died so quickly? Because they bought it through Sheikhad and they bought a position of through money. That we know that it was a tack of the dinner, which is a big number of dinrim, a basketful of dinrim that Marsa Bas Spices bought the position of the Kayin Gadol from Yanei Malka, in order that he should install Yeshua Ben Gamal, who was actually her husband, as the Kayin Gadol in the Beis Hamikdash. This is referring to Bayashani. So you see, that was a position that was able to be bought with money. And we continue with Agamara. Why was the Mishkan of Shiloh destroyed? Because you had these two Averis, Gila Rais, Ubizayin Kachim, and it says in the Pasuk in Shmuel, that Eli was old and he heard what his children were doing, that there would be Mizana with the women at the Pesach Now, even though we know that if anyone says that the children of Eli actually did a chet of Gilirais, of course they're making a mistake, and that's not what the Pasuk actually means. 
But the Gemara explains, even though that they didn't actually do Gilu Rais Mamish, but Mitosha Shoros Kinei Milo Lelam Kilu Shachum, and we turn to Daf Tesam Beis, that the Gemara explains the story was that in those days the Bnei Eli would hold back people's kabbalas and they would be misrashal and it would be lazy and they wouldn't actually bring the kabbalas that quickly. So women that would come to the base of English in order to bring their birds that they had to bring in order to become tar and be able to eat kachim and come into the base of English or into the mishkan after they were tummy because they had a child or they were zaves they would actually wait around and make sure that the Bnei Eli and the Kainan would actually bring the kabbalas on the Mizbech prior to leaving and going home. But because Eli's children would actually hold it back and therefore cause them to wait until very late in the day they wouldn't get home until very late and therefore they'd hold them back from period of river that evening and that was considered like they slept with them and like they had relations with them and that's what we meant when we said that the Mishkan Shiloh was destroyed on account of Gila Rais and the Gemara continues and asks what's Bizayin Kachim and the Gemara says Dixiv, as it says in the Pasuk and this Pasuk again is referring to the Bnei Eli and once again it's from Pesukim and Shmuel and it's Parak Bez Pasuk Tezvav to Yudzayin and it says as follows we're going to read the Pasuk and then we'll explain it and then the Pasuk says, The practice of the Bnei Eli at the time of Mishkan Shiloh was that they would have people that would bring a Shlom to the base of English. Now, the din of a Shlom is that the Chelev goes on to the Mizbech, the rest of the entire animal goes to the Bailam, to the Yisrael, or whoever brought that carbon, and they could eat it for two days and one night, and the Kayanim would get part of the Matnas Kuna, which was the Shoy Kayamin, which was a part of the animal. Now the Bnei Eli would actually go and see people that would have Kabanis and were cooking it up in order to enjoy their food, and even though they were only entitled to the Shoy Kayamin, they would actually go and take the actual food from the Yisraelim by sticking in a pitchfork into their pot and going stealing that food. Now, since the people, of course, didn't want to give this to the Bnei Eli, they would say that you can't take it before the Akhtar which didn't happen yet, and therefore you can't take anything from us. But the Bnei Eli would say, we don't care, we still want to take it from them, and they would force them to give it to him. And therefore, you see a bizarre Kachim over here, because not only were they stealing Kachim from people, but they were also taking the Kachim even before the Chelev went on to the Mizbech, and therefore they were giving themselves precedence over the Chelev that was going to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that itself is a bizarre of Kachim. And the Gemara continues. Rabbi Yechem ben Turtle just explained what the Averis were by the Migdash of Shiloi. And Rabbi Yechem ben Turtle continues, Migdash Rishon Primachar, why was the base of Migdash, the first bias destroyed? Because there were three things And where do we find in Mikar that these three things happened in the first base of Migdash? That the couch, the bed, was too short for stretching out on, and the cover was too small to curl up with. So the Gemara explains, my katzah masa mistareya, what's that referring to? Am Rebechon, katzah masa mistareya of shnei reyim kechon. That the base of Migdash, as it refers to it as a bed, is too small for two people to sleep in it at the same time. Meaning that we can't have a Kodesh Baruch Hu in the base of Migdash together with any Avodah Zarah. And we know that there was a Tselem that Menashe placed in the Heichel. And therefore it's saying that these two reyim, even though of course they're not friends because one's Avodah Zarah and one's a Kodesh Baruch Hu, but the Jerusha is from the Lasha Mistareya, which we learn of Histara Reya. And we continue to explain this Pasuk. When Rabbi Yenison got to this Pasuk, he actually cried because he said, that says about that he gathers together all the water 
waters of the sea and he made it go up like a pillar. Be talking about the Yamsuf when HaKadosh Baruch Hu split the sea and all the water went up like a wall. So he's able to have dominion over everything in the world. And now in Bayesheni, Nasle Masechet Zara, that the Masechet referring to Havayi Zara became like his Zara, like two women that are competing to one husband. Therefore, we're talking about Havayi Zara was competing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in his base of English, in his own home, almost Hagam Luchvishes Malka Imi Babayis. And the Gemara now continues to explain where we see Gila Rais was prevalent in Bayesh Rishon. The Chesivet says in the Pasuk, and this again in Yeshaya, by Yom Hashem Yanki Gavu Bnei Tzion, Vetilachna to his garden, Musakri Sanayim Halach Betafiv, Tilachna over Gleim Takasna. And we learn out from here, there were five different things that were wrong with Bnei Yisrael that caused Gila Rais. Number one, Yanki Gavu Bnei Tzion, that the Pshat is, Shahayu Mahalchis Arucha Betzag Tzara, that they would have one woman who was taller than the other walk together with a shorter woman, and this would cause her to be more noticeable to men, and that was a way to get people to be mizana with her. And the Pesach said that they were also baligaiva, that they were tlachlan through his garden, they would walk with outstretched necks. Shaymachas would come as a that they would walk and they would make themselves very straight in order that the people again should see how beautiful they were. And they would have gazing eyes, that they would fill up their eyes with makeup, and they would do this in order to call young men to them, that they would be able to be mizana. They would be floating as they walk. What does that mean? Shaymachas that when they would walk, they would place their heel next to their big toe, and that would actually show them off much more. And then, of course, that's not sneeze. And the Gemara continues. The next case, so Rabbi Yitzchak, what would they do with their feet? They would actually take a perfume and they would place it in their shoes. And they would walk with these packages of perfume, of balsam in their shoes, and then they would walk in the shuk of Yishlaim. And then when they would get next to the Bachram, they would actually step onto that package that they had, and the perfume and the fragrance would go onto the Bachram, and therefore it would cause them to think about them, and they would have the eight to her in them like an angry snake. And the Gemara continues, Shvichas Dom, how do we know that it was Shvichas Dom and Bayes? Rishon it says it again in the Pasuk, that there was innocent blood that Menashe spilled that was very great and a lot, and it filled up the entire Yishlaim. So you see that there was Gila Raya, Shvichas Dom, and Avayi Zara. If it's true that this was happening in Midrash Rishon, but by Midrash Shani they were actually Eisen Torah Mitzvahs and Gemilas Chasadim, so why was it destroyed? Because the Maisa there was Sinus Chidim. Lula Medcha that teaches us that Shkula Sinus Chidim Kenegah Shal Shaveres Avaydazar Gilus Rais Shvichas Dam that Sinus Chidim is Kenegah the Shal Shaveres Chamurus Avaydazar Gilus Rais and Shvichas Dam. The Gemara continues with Shaimayo Al Shatol B'Tchanim Akash Baruch Hu. Now this piece of the Gemara, even though it comes over here, the Bach actually puts it before we said Avul Migdash Shani, but it's going back on what we originally said about the Migdash Rishon, and it's saying the people in the Midrash Rishon, they were Rishonim, they were actually Ivan Avaydazar Gilus Rais and Shvichas Dam, but Lemaisa they had a Bitochen Akash Baruch whereas the people in the Midrash Shani they did not have Bitochen Akash Baruch as the Gemara says, Asal Migdash Rishon. That this memory that we just said that they had Bitochen Akash Baruch is referring to the people in Bayis Rishon. Tchsev as it says in the pasuk, Rashab B'Shechlish Bayi B'Chanel B'Mechiyar and Ve'Ar B'Kasavikseimu. That even though they were terrible people, that they actually took bribes and the Koyanim they actually had taken money and the Nevi'im go and say the is based on money. Bal Hashem Yishen Leimo. However, they still had faith in Hashem and they said, Allah Hashem B'Kabenu Loi Savel Enura Hakadosh Baruch within us and nothing bad will happen to us. Lefikah Chayvalem Hakadosh Baruch Shal Gzeres and therefore because they did these three things, so therefore there were three Gzeres that happened. Kenega Shal Shavayim Shabi Adam Shinema. It says in the pasuk Lachayim B'Glachem Tzioim Sada Techarish Vishlayim Iantia Ve'Harbayis Lebamis Yar. So therefore it gives us three curses based on the fact that they were Ivan Avizar Gidlurayis and Shvichas Dam.
And the Gemara asks, if a Middash Rishon lay have a sin of you tell me in Middash Rishon there was no sin of Schim, and Vaksiv, it says in Pasuk, Meguri el Kherav Hayu es Ami, Lachain Safaik al Yarek. That's referring to over there that even though pe- people lived together, but really they were going and stabbing each other with swords, which means that even though they looked like they were happy and they were friendly with each other, they lived together. However, there was a lot of sin of Schim. This is referring to people that actually look like their friends and they eat and drink together. But they stab each other figuratively with the swords of their tongues. They speak about each other and they say Lashonar against each other. And there was therefore, you see that there was sin as So the Gemara answers, That was actually talking about the Nesim of the Israel, the princes, the Chsiv, Za'ak Vehel Ben Adam, Kihi Hai Sabami, and actually the Pasuk continues says, He Bechol Nesi Israel. So therefore, the Pasuk that's talking about sin over there is actually talking about the Nesim itself. The tiny we learned in the Bible says, Vehil Ben Adam, that all people should cry out. So you would think, you would think that everyone was having sin Therefore, the Pasuk continues says, He Bechol Nesi Yisrael. It was only prevalent amongst the Nesi Yisrael, but the people actually were not involved with sin And that's why the base of Migdash Harisha and the Bayes Risha was not destroyed because of sin only because of Gil Arai, Shvichasdam, and Avedizara. Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Lazar, Dami Tabayu, Rishayim Shinskala, Venim Skala Kitzam, in the Bayes Rishon, we revealed what the was. It was clear to everyone that there were problems. It was Avedizar, Shvichas Damim, and Gilarais. Therefore, we knew that it was only going to be 70 years, the entire Golas. However, in the second Bayes, where people looked like they were doing the right thing, it was just there was a problem of Sinaschidim, which was underlying issue, and no one really knew that there was a problem. Therefore, we don't have a case. We don't know when the end of the Golas will be. The actual fingernails of the earlier people, which means in Bayez Rishon, were greater than the entire stomach of the later people, of the people in Bayez Shani. So Rabbi Yechlin is saying, people in Bayez Rishon were better than the people in Bayez Shani. The people in the later generations in Bayez Shani were greater, because we know that in the second base of Midrash, the Yidim were constantly oppressed. They were actually serving different leaders. There was Rome, there was the Greeks, etc. And therefore, even though they were under Sheba Machis, they still learned Torah and that L'chari is greater. So Amalei Rabbi Yechon said back to Rish Lakash, I'll bring you a raya from the actual base of Migdash. Because the base of Migdash came back for the Bayes Rishon, it came back after 70 years. However, for Bayesheni, it never came back. So you see that the Averis in Bayesheni, even though they had Sheba Machis, is still considered worse. Shalos Rabbi Lezer, ask Rabbi Lezer the same question. Who was greater of Bayes Rishon and Bayesheni? Amalem, let's look at the base of Migdash. And since we don't have the base of Migdash, Therefore, we see that the light of the generations are worse. It could army of the say, the witness to this is the actual base of Migdash, that the first base of Migdash was built after 70 years, and the second base was not built even till this day. Rishlokish was actually swimming in the Yadin. Also, Rabbi Babachana, Rabbi Babachana, who was from Bavel, came to Rishlokish, who was from Eretz Yisrael, and Yavli Yadin, he gave him his hand in order to help him out of the water. Rishlokish said to Rabbi Babachana, Hashem doesn't like anyone from Bavel, and therefore I don't want to take any assistance from you. And Rashi points out, why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu hate the Bnei Bavel? Rashi says, L'chol Bnei Bavel shalei olu bimei Ezra, because they didn't come up to the Bayasheni in the time of Ezra. Umbanu shechina melavoy melashav lishos b'Bayasheni. And therefore they held back the shechina from coming back to join them in Bayasheni. Dichsev, as the Pesach says in Shir Hashim, M'chaimahi nimnolat tiras kasev. If you'll be like a wall, then you'll build on it a silver crown. But if you're like a But if you like a door, then we'll actually close it with something which is only made of errors which is of course cheaper material and therefore the Gemara explains as follows if you make yourself like a wall which a wall all the pieces go together and they stick together
together, and velisim kulcham b'mei Ezra, and all of you would have come together and had achdos and come in the time of Ezra nimshatu kesef. Then you would be like silver she'en rekev shayobai that it would be impossible to destroy you because no rekev, which is a lush of decay, would actually be able to be shayla on you. But achshes shalisim kudlasis. But now you came up only like doors where one door stayed open and one door stayed closed, and therefore only some people came and some people stayed back nimshatu keeres. You're like a cedar shayrekev shayobai, which we know on a tree it's possible to be decayed and possible to die. And the Gemara asks, my errors, Amula Sasmogar. It's referring to a type of worm that actually goes in and it actually causes decay. And the Gemara continues and is bothered that Lachar we said in Bayes Rishon it was like silver and now it's like errors. So what do we mean that it's like Sasmogar? My Sasmogar. So Amr Abba Baskal it's telling us that in the Bayes Rishon we actually had Nevoah but now in Bayes Shedi all we have is a Baskal left. Because Tani as we learned in Bayes Mishamesa the Vira Machreinim Chagaz Zechayim Malachi Once Chagaz Zechayim Malachi which of course the people that came up to buy a sheni, then Rakhish went away from Israel. There was no more Nevoah, but they still had Baskal. So in Bayashani, all you had was a Baskal. And that's the comparison to the Eris tree, because like Rashi says, that part of it is eaten by a worm, from the inside, but from the outside, it looks like everything's okay. That we still had part of the Nevoahs of the Shechina, but we didn't have the entire amount. So it looked like we had some part of Shechina. It looked like there was a real Bayashani, but in actuality, it was only a hollowed out part of the Bayes Rishon, and it wasn't similar to the Bayes Rishon at all. And the Gemara continues and explains the story of Reish Lakish. Could it be that Reish Lakish would actually even speak with Rabbi Babachana? Forget about the fact that he didn't take his hand, but would he even speak to him? Because of my Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, who was a great person, the Maradari Sisrael Hava, he was actually the greatest person in Israel. And still Reish Lakish didn't speak with him. Why? That anyone that people would see Reish Lakish speaking to, they knew he was so chashuv that they could do business with him without even checking into him. They didn't need any witnesses. They didn't need any references. Do you think that Rish Lakish could go and speak to Rabbi Bukhana? So Rabbi Papa, Rabbi Papa says, the story is not exact, but should they gather now, we'll take a person and throw it in between and we'll say as follows, that really what happened was Rish Lakish that it was swimming and it wasn't Rabbi Bukhana that was there, but Ziri was the one that asked him if he wants him to help him. Or the story was that Rabbi Lazar was swimming and Rabbi Bukhana was the one who tried to stretch out his hand and help Rabbi Lazar. And the Gemara explains, when Rish Lakish came in front of Rabbi Yechon and told him that the, I told Rabbi Bukhana that the reason why the Shechina didn't come to the second bias was because the people in Babel didn't go to Eretz Yisrael together with Ezra. So Amalei, Rabbi Yechon actually said that's not correct. I don't agree because Inami even if all the people would have gone up during the time of Ezra, I still believe that the Shechina would not have been Shorei in the Bayashani, the Chsiv, as Neich said to his children, Yaftal Akim Liyafes, Vishkaim Balishem, that Kosh Baruch Hu should make that Yafes is beautiful, and he should dwell in the Olam of Shem, in the tents of Shem, referring to the base of English. And therefore, we learn that, and we turn to Yudom and Alf, Avagad, the Yaftal Akim Liyafes, even though Kosh Baruch Hu gave beauty through Yafes, through the Persians, that they were able to go and build the second base of English, but even so, that's why the Pasuk says that Yaftal Akim Liyafes, Vishkaim Balishem. However, the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu will only be shaykhin in the Olim of Shein. What does it mean, Ole Shein? It means the Bayes Rishain and Mishkan Shilai, which were built Alidei Yisrael. The Mishkan was, of course, built by Moshe Rabbeinu, and the Bayes Rishain, which was built by Shlomo Melech, and we will stop over here.